to attempt an understanding of Muad'Dib without understanding his mortal enemies, the Harkonnens, is to attempt seeing truth without knowing falsehood. It is the attempt to see light without knowing darkness. It cannot be. From Manual of Muad'Dib by the Princess Irulan. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of I've Read Dune, the podcast where I've read Dune. Uh, my name is Rory, and I have read Dune. With me are two boys who haven't read Dune. I'm Andy. And I'm Austin. All right, uh, Dune Chapter 2. Uh, these don't have chapter names, but they do have cool little quotes at the top of the page. Uh, Ooh, what's which... this one? Well, I don't have it written down in front of me. God damn like, it. Like real life quotes? Uh, like, no quote, quotes. Usually, they're quotes <laughs> ab- about about Paul from the point of view of Princess Irulan in her <laughs> in her stories about <laughs> Paul. Uh, so, some some snippet of knowledge that he is that he has divvied out to the world. We missed Princess Irulan, right? We haven't we, heard about her yet. Yeah, we have n- the only the only mention of her we get for quite some time is that she's writing a book about Paul Muad'Dib Atreides. Oh, so it's like a, a quotes from the from a future. From the future. Future quotes, <laughs> future knowledge. Okay. It's like spoiler quotes at the beginning of every chapter. Yeah. Well, spoilers. Paul Atreides does not die. No, he does not die. Damn it! All right, all right. I'm over it. Okay. So in this chapter, we start up on uh, th- three dudes sitting in the dark. Are they uh, taking a nap? <laughs> no, they're just hanging. They're just hanging in the dark, being real villainy. Uh, one of them is Baron Vladimir Harkonnen. Mm. Ooh heard that name uh his nephew fade ratha and uh <laughs> and uh some guy named peter all right <laughs> just peter and just yeah. peter yeah. yeah i'm sorry uh, we got or, or piter depending on how you read it it's spelled p-i-t-e-r oh god of you course could... it had to be piter. spelled something it's gonna be piter piter <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i have always been a fan of uh Books like you know that they can that can that de- deign to have a character named Fade Ratha and then another character named Paul. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. George R. R. Martin is guilty of this as yeah. well. It, yeah, except but he usually I, throws it, like a Y in there in the name, right? Oh, sure, P. Like, sure. like 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 Jane is spelled J E Y N E. I would argue in George and R. 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 Martin's books, um, oftentimes the characters that we need a more emotional attachment to get a more normal name i don't know you've got daenerys and john yeah <laughs> pretty opposite ends of the spectrum there but yeah yeah you know but rob and john and and all peter what are all the other ones yeah they're all greg i mean sansa's different greg ned yeah ned james james thrones james throne and his games <laughs> 
<laughs> his famous games. Uh, please okay. tell us about Dune. Dune. Tell us about Dune. Uh, okay, so they're looking at uh, at at a at a globe that uh, guess what? It's a globe of Arrakis, the planet known as Dune, and uh, Baron Harkonnen is fuming about his arch his arch nemesis, Duke Leto Atreides. Mm. No, that's our okay. guy. No, yeah, that's, some, the some, some that's our dad. That's our that's dad. That's the dad guy. of our guy. Yeah. Some uh ohs are happening. <laughs> no, hold uh, on. You said they were sitting in the dark. Yeah, they were sitting in the dark looking at a Do globe. Do they have a light on? They got glow globes in the room. Oh, glow okay. globes. Ah. Oh, Do they that, eat oh, glowgurt? Yeah, just, yeah, oh my god! <laughs> sink I'm your st- teeth into that into that <laughs> world building. I want them. They don't glow use lights globes. anymore. They use glow globes. <laughs> so okay, so we finally fiction. our main character finally shows up. Main character Dune. Yeah, Dune, yeah. Dune is here. Well, yeah. the, the, uh, John Dune. Dune. Just Jonathan Dune. Jonathan Dune. Jonathan Dune is he is Dune. All right. So so these guys are these guys are talking about about their their enemy, uh, Duke Leto Atreides. And is mm-hmm. he the Cuisinart hand grenade? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Cause, cause guess what? Uh, Harkonnen just got a letter from Duke Leto, a sassy letter. This is uh. Um, space is so big that you can't really send emails. You have to, you have to literally put some, write something down and throw it across the world. <laughs> Which I, I mean, they, they didn't have internet back then to have conceived of. But yeah, it's right, a true. fun explanation for like why people are sending handwritten letters in the vast, in space. you know, vast future. Yeah, the vast space, space is too future. big for email. Yeah, space is too big for email. So Duke Leto or Duke Leto sent a letter to Baron Harkonnen. That says, hey, guess what, Baron? Remember that planet of Arrakis that's yours? No, thank you. Guess who gets it now? Me, Duke Leto. He's just so going to take it? it? Yeah, yeah so why, beat why it. is this? Well, so basically, Baron, the, the Harkonnens and the and the Atreides don't like each other. Um, a Baron is worse than a Duke. And um, mm, mm-hmm. the, so the planet Arrakis, Dune, full of the spice known as Melange... That That's the space Jonathan ring, Dune's house. <laughs> that the space that the spacing guild uses to fly their their magic spaceships around. Okay. Uh, around okay. the universe. Wait, what do they use? Melange the spice, the spice from Maracas, oh, aka Dune, spice. aka Jonathan okay. they get, Dune. They get high. They get high on Arakine Dune spice and uh, fly around the universe. Okay. Like uh, like war boys, kind of. Okay. There's a, there's a lot of drugs in this story so far. Yeah. Yeah, it's the sixties. <laughs> all right all right please continue yeah. so so baron no duke leto atreides has has been like that's mine do we know why he wants it i think just to just to be a sass lord to, to baron harkonnen <laughs> like he's just, he's just tired to... of his other planet and now he wants he's uh, like he wants this one? we're, no, we're loading so, up the so... station wagon we're moving <laughs> whether you like so, it or not uh arrakis arrakis is this sort of weird planet so uh Leto kind of gets it as the spoils of war for some other thing he did for the emperor. Oh, okay. Um, but Arrakis is both uh, a treat because it's got all this dune spice on it, all this Arakine dune spice, uh, but it's also a sand planet full of poor people and uh, nobody really wants it. None of the rich folk, none of these like sassy, none of these, uh, you know, sassy foppish uh, old, old royalty want to go hang out on a dune planet. Right, and get their nethers mi- all sandy. Yeah, now no, they get sand in their underpants. It's coarse, and it gets everywhere. All right, the Anakin shit ends here. <laughs> I actually don't know that that's true. 
Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, okay. Okay. So it's important strategically, but it's not a great place for a vacation home. Yeah. So, uh, so Baron Harkonnen is, is so pissed that uh, killing, killing Duke Leto is no longer an option. He has to destroy his name and his, and his line forever. Oh, wow. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. Fly off the handle. Yeah. Okay. So what's he going to do? And what are these other two fuckers doing? All right. So the, well, so Fade Ratha is the Baron's nephew, I think I said. And yeah. um, the general tone of the thing is he's, he is uh, grooming Fade to, uh, you know, someday take the barony. Okay. So he's just kind of like talking to him, giving him tips. And then P- Piter's their horse. Piter's right? their <laughs> mentat. What? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so the Baron has a mentat named Piter. Uh, and again, ooh. the Mentat is the sp- the math wizard. The Mentats are the super calculators, right? Oh. Okay, the calculator boys. Also, are the Mentats like boys mostly? Is that like a gender discrepancy, or? Uh, you know, I I don't think it's expressly called out whether they're boys. The ones I can think of are male. Um, it could just be because <laughs> all the Mentats have... I know are male. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> I well, I was gonna put it the other way. I was like maybe because anybody who because you can really only be, if you can be anything, it's either space witch or space uh, calculator. Got it. Mm-hmm. And if the if the witches keep taking all the girls, then... It would stand to reason. Yeah, the, the Mentats, the, they could be girls, but there's just no I girls I mean, left. men is right in the name. Yeah. yeah. So we've got a, we got a real women. battle of the Men's sexes rights. thing happening. Yeah. It's boys versus girls in this massive space opera about drugs. So it's like a college dorm movie. I do like it's boys versus girls in this massive space <laughs> opera about drugs. <laughs> okay, so wait a minute. Mentats, Mentats are like a, a consumable item in the, in the Fallout series. Yeah. Right. In this one, it's the name for being a person that's a calculator. Okay. So that must be, that must be the Dune reference, right? Because they like give you intelligence temporarily. Oh, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. So the Mentats, like the, like the Spacing Guild pilots, also are addicted to the uh, spice of Arrakis. Okay. They use it it uh, they use it to uh, get real fucking doped up on hot on weed and see <laughs> and do math. Do their math homework. <laughs> got it. <laughs> uh, great, so Piter's got those blue eyes, those which are from spice use. Oh okay. okay. E- either heavy spice use or living on Dune. Is it just cause it like gets in your Gets, gets in your, in your eyes business? and makes them all spooky. <laughs> okay. All right. So the Baron Harkonnen is now explaining that he has uh, set up a an assassin to try to kill Paul. Oh shit! You're gonna murder a teen? He wants Duke Leto to know that his son is dead and his you know there's no progeny in place cool. before Duke Leto dies himself. Brutal. Uh, so they've got this guy named Hawat, who is going to uh, who found them. Hawat. What? <laughs> See a real who's on first situation here. <laughs> he said his name is what? <laughs> yeah, so basically he found this guy named Dr. Yue. Okay. Now Yue said what? <laughs> Yue said what? Uh Yue is is this doctor who uh for some reason this is this is a bit of uh of Frank Herbert just like go blazing over a lot of, you know, contextless information. Uh he has resisted imperial conditioning. Don't know what that means or who does it or why that's impressive, but he has right. and it's rare. 
And so uh, basically what that is to say is before you get to be uh, a Duke's doctor, you got to kind of see the, we got to see the paperwork that you've been conditioned to not be an assassin. Okay. It's like, it's like, it's like putting a, making people impossible to be Manchurian candidates. <laughs> Make sure you don't want any Manchurian candidates near your boy. If you're going to be so, a duke ter. If you're going <laughs> to be a doctor, no, no Manchurian business. Uh, but guess what? This guy can. Okay. He found the doctor and then the doctor is going to be doing the betraying. Oh, wait, I see. Okay. No, I, I have, I have, I have misrepresented this, the, this, uh, this plot. There is going to be a fake attempt first on Paul's life. Got it. Okay. This will cause Hawat to start looking for the assassin. There, and they have set up a, and the doctor is going to be the fall guy. Okay. And then Hawat's going to look for UA and say, oh, he's the guy who did it. Uh, yeah, but then he will, he'll say, uh, oh, can't be UA. Uh, he'll, he'll look to UA first because he's brand new. Like if you arrive the, on the first day of work and somebody tries to assassinate the person you're the doctor of, it's kind of like, ugh. Yeah, yeah it good. does not look great. So, oh, but then he's going to be like, "Oh, but of course he's been conditioned, so he couldn't do it." Right. So they, but they need the assassin in place, and the way that they're going to subvert the investigation is to start a fake one and then have that assassin get caught, mm-hmm. uh, and then UA's in it. Now he's in the clear. He is. He couldn't have been the assassin the first time. He can't be the assassin the next time. And then they just zoom on in there and get him. And then that's Dune. That's the end of Dune, everybody. That's the end of Dune. Dune. So, so yeah. the the Baron believes his plan is, is like like all uh, you know uh, good mustache twirling villains is uh, flawless. And we learn about that in Dune too, correct? In Dune two, more the, Dunes. Because <laughs> this is the end of Dune. <laughs> it's the end of Dune. The Harkonnens <laughs> will once again control Arrakis, and they will have. Total total control over the Chome Company. We don't know what the Chome Company is, oh, man. <laughs> but it, but it's basically for money, right? It, yeah, it spoils this. He was lining his pockets with like dirty dirty spice sales, and now he doesn't. Chome get to sweet do that Chome. Anymore. Yeah, Chome sweet Chome is right. And then the Baron walks out of the shadows. Guess what? Guess what? What? He's so fat that he has to wear gravity suspenders to walk around. <laughs> I do like gravity suspenders as a concept. Now, I think adding science fiction and suspenders is is great <laughs> for anything. Okay, so he's he's incredibly fat, so he has to float. Uh, no, he walks with right, like picture suspenders. <laughs> and hold your and pants then, up, and now, and now do it for the whole for all of gravity <laughs> for for your chunky bod. <laughs> Okay, so they're sort of they're sort of giving him the hoist he needs to to move his bulk. Exactly. Yeah. All right, all right. They also keep his pants up, right, as an added bonus. Which basically, like you know, as you start to uh, to see like science fiction stories, I think one of the biggest one of the biggest um, pulled trope, yeah, trope out of Dune is fat guys in floating chairs or like somehow. Somehow, like, flying around in a chair. Right. Some kind of, like, conniving, rotund man. Who, yeah, in a, who in a, floats. In a fly, in who floats. <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly. Okay, so he's got this grand plan. Yep, and that's the end of chapter two. It ends on him. He has, he has successfully monologued his plan from point A to point Z. And then we're going to start going to the execution. Got it. Of said plot. Yeah. And that's Dune. That's Dune. And Jonathan Dune is the main character. 
Yeah, <laughs> I think we'll learn more details about him and his many his 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 varied topography soon. Yeah, very exciting. Thanks for the Dune, Rory. Thank you for Dune. <laughs> All right, you're welcome, you guys. Thanks Thank for, you for being dune. a Dune. Oh, Walter, thank you. Let me be a Dune. Well, and now the spice must go. <laughs> <laughs> the spice must uh, go. We'll see you, Dune. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> dune in next time. Oh, there it is. You guys are villains of my of my story. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you want to hear more shows from us, we have two more for you. The Infinite Backlog is our extremely exciting Marvel podcast where we started at 1961 and we move forward with way too much reading. Wham, bam, pow. (laughs) And you get to hear almost every week Rory and Shane complain about how much reading it is. There's so much reading. It's always Warlock. (laughs) It comes out most Saturdays. Saturday Morning Tuesdays, you guys, it's the show that started it all. Uh, You can hear me, Rory, and Andy, and we are on this journey most Tuesdays where we are looking through the weirdest and wildest, coolest and droolest uh, (laughs) cartoons, children's cartoons, adult cartoons from all across the spectrum of time. We're going to cover your favorite show. Maybe we're going to talk about the ones you hate. Probably. (laughs) And it's a great, wonderful time. So be sure to catch that. And of course, if you enjoyed this show or any of our shows, really, and you want to support us, we do have a Patreon chock full of bonus content. Everything from videos to sound clips to even some fun art that I get to make for you once a month. Um, And, you know, even if you can't support us monetarily, if you don't have anything to give, we would just love it if you joined our Discord and send us memes. Um, send memes to us all day long. Keep us awake all night long with your memes. We love memes. We consume them. Just ruin us with your memes. <laughs> Please ruin us with your memes. As always, our links are in the episode description. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thanks, everybody. Laters. Laters.